You're listening to a podcast of the Annie and Ando Show. And we're talking socials today. We're getting social and we're going to be sharing our favourite three social media shortly from the week. But while I'm at it, I want to talk about what's happened to the Annie and Ando Explore <laughs> feed because we share an Instagram account now. Well, we have one. It's called it's at Annie and Ando and we both have access to it. So, yes, yes that's how we share yeah. it. And you do beautiful posts and make beautiful videos. And, and, and you turn the feed grubby. I just sometimes, like, we work for an LGBTIQA plus station, so I often search for queer content, Annie. That's yeah, what I say. Yeah, I, I only see lots of topless men when I go to the There's Annie and Ando. a few men too there. Oh, hello. Oh, my. Yeah, but- well, so you had a crack at me about this. You said, what have you done to our feed or to, or to our explore, like, which is when you just yeah. see what it's recommending you should look at. Yeah, and obviously you've gone and liked a lot of things and I haven't been active on it liking stuff, so it no. was skewed one way, but at least it knows we're both into men, I guess, so it got something right. But now I've noticed this morning I've logged on because I said my personal one's full of animals and lots of funny things and you've gone and tried to change it i did i thought she's upset with me for making our feed grubby or our explore (laughs) grubby so last night i listened to you i thought she said her personal feed's full of like cuddly dog cute dogs and funny things so i started so i actually typed in cute puppies and then liked hundreds and hundreds Hundreds. of pictures And then I thought, what else would Louie like? And so then I went to Kate and Will's official, the Sussexes, and I started liking cute pics with Kate and a painting and Kate and a kid. That's not me. Kate. That's definitely oh. you. So then That's I also... pandering to your taste. I followed the House of Windsor as well. I so can yeah. tell because this is even more wrong now. Between <laughs> all the hot topless men, uh, Charles and his mum. Charles and, <laughs> and Mumsy. <laughs> I'm more disturbed. <laughs> That's So it does... Very quickly changed the the look. Yeah, can you it does. clear? You know how you were saying you cleared your preferences. Yeah, in Facebook? yeah. Can you clear them in Instagram? Don't if I accidentally clicked on a, a, something that I didn't want you to see, I don't, I don't think it's possible. You're gonna but have that, to click you your way out of it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go the other extreme. Like bugger <laughs> this, making it all tidy. I'm gonna think of something that's probably gonna creep you out. Not creep you out in a bad. Well, maybe it could be a trend every week. You know, you've gone and liked a certain type of picture that floods this explore feed. Like maybe come Halloween, it's all spooky pranks or something. Yeah, I was thinking a little darker than that, mate. What? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna surprise you. Mm, okay, this is an interesting experiment. I like it. Yes. Oh, look at this. It's someone combing an aloe vera plant what have you done <laughs> i like gardening i might have liked a, a couple of plants oh no there's a, a there's called the guy i follow called the naked plant man is it him <laughs> no it's not it's not the naked plant i'll, I'll man. be adding that to my short list though for <laughs> of sure course you will. of course you we are every monday going social and what we talk about here is each week last and, and let me give a recap last week was the first week we did this where i brought in three i said bring in three social media posts that or, or follows that you really like or into you mean accounts accounts <laughs> yeah you're you. talking the lingo now i'm talking the lingo so i bought in studs in silkies butts on balconies and basically just 
hot men to look at. Can't and you, wait to see what you've brought in this you week. You brought in beautiful, thoughtful, you know, oh, this one's about uh, podcasting, this one's about, you know, health and well-being. And, and yeah, so there was a real polarity between the, the two groups that we brought in. So let's see, this week, what's your first one okay. you got? Well, I've tried to cull a few of the accounts that I'm no longer interested in following, but... <laughs> Apologies while... <laughs> if you've been unfollowed by anybody. <laughs> but while doing that, I did come across some classic ones that I've forgotten about. And one of them was, look, I thought for ages maybe I'd like to get a tattoo. Have you got any tattoos? Let's continue. I'll talk about that later. Um, really? I'd love for you to have. Have you got tattoos? No, I haven't. But, you know, for a long time throughout my early 20s, I was following this person called Sasha Unisex. And they do these beautiful, colourful tattoos. And the style is very unique. And they fly around the world doing these custom-made tattoos. So I've been following them for a while and I think they're just beautiful works of art because I think if I was to get a tattoo, I would get sick of it. So uh, probably words are off, but something visual I'd be really into. Mm. Words. So you wouldn't get just, I don't know, Ando across your, across <laughs> yeah, your belly. Ando, yeah. Sort of his life. Yeah, Ando is... <laughs> Yeah, adding to you're building on my idea. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Or maybe on the back, what do they call welcome mats? Tramp stamps. Tramp stamps. Welcome mat. Huh. I think I'm men, they're welcome mats. Oh, sure. Yeah. I had a friend who, <laughs> she's a woman, but um, her husband liked a tramp yeah. stamp on another woman and asked her to get the same tramp stamp, and she did. Oh, that's nice. Snap. Shazam. Do they back up to each other, rub their stamps and go, Shazam? <laughs> like the music app? Is that what you were talking about? No, like uh, the cartoon where oh. the, the rings, they connect and they say, was it the um, Avengers or something? I don't know. Oh, I thought you were making a Shazam. very modern day reference. Like, you know, if you really like a tattoo, you just hold your phone up to it and Shazam <laughs> no, it and then no, you've got it no. somehow on your backside. Uh, a 1980s, like, kids cartoon gotcha. with superheroes where they'd go, Shazam! <laughs> I've lost the train of thought. Would you like another one? Yeah, give me another one. Yeah, this one's good. In the line of last week, League of Extraordinary Women. Ooh. Lots of inspiration there. I, I love it. These, these are inspirational quotes. For example, if you're always trying to be normal, you'll never know how amazing you can be. Maya Angelou. It's great. Wow. Daily dose of inspiration. Are They've you got 138K followers. Does it, does it get... You know how some of these... Um, personal help stuff, as, as particularly if there's an element of PC-ness that goes with it. Do they get a little bit in bitchy-fighty or are they all re really, you go girl? Yeah, I think it's that because no one's going through all the comments. I think Instagram is, I always say, it's the nicest social media. Oh, really? Of, of the, the major ones, yeah. Like Twitter is it's a cesspit of complaints and Facebook is also, you know, angry comments. So... What's your third one, Annie Louie? Third one, it's an activewear brand that I've been also stalking for a Spanx. while. <laughs> I don't know. That's the opposite. If you're not that active, you can Slide fake into your it. Spanx. Yeah, Spanx. exactly. But my friend recommended it because I liked the leggings that she was wearing and she says mm -hmm. they're all made from recycled material, plastic, recycled plastic. Plastic? So yeah. Don't you sweat in those? But polyester's plastic too. Yeah, good and there's point. A lot of yeah, you polyester. can't. Co cotton cannot be stretched like like a can. True. So it's called nimble activewear. Nimble activewear. Yeah. Did you get you some? No, I haven't. Oh, there's but birthday present. Oh. Yeah, I do keep tabs on a lot of these things that I'm interested in buying potentially. Oh, there you go. And we're talking lockdown food trends 2.0. What are we predicting is going to happen? Ando, oh. have you got something that's changed for you? Are you going to do something differently? You know what. <laughs> 
I'm not proud of this, but I was kind of, I thought I was trying to be a domestic goddess um, during lockdown 1.0 and try and cook for Mr. Ando a little more often. And I also cook for uh, my mother-in-law who lives next door to us. You are a fabulous cook though. Um, I, 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 I normally enjoy cooking. I love, I love, love cooking when I don't have to cook. So I love to plan it. I'm going to spend all a weekend in the kitchen. And, I'm gonna... and when the pressure's on, you hate it. And oh no, it's just you know, it's the routine. I, I now understand. My mother hated cooking. She worked full time, <laughs> and Saturdays were like she'd try oh, and pre-cook or prepare, prepare all these yeah. meals for the week so that you know she could feed family. Um, so I get when you have to do it when you've got people screaming at you for food. Mm. Mr. Rando never screams. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> in my belly, he says, and he thumps. He wants the a desk. pre-chewed like a baby bird. <laughs> Oh, and when he burps. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No. Um, so what I've noticed with 2.0 is um, I can't be bothered. <laughs> I've gone from trying so to be a poetic. domestic goddess, you know, the wife should be lovers the, the song in the background as I change out of my daytime track gear and try and brush my hair and look, put some aftershave on before he gets mm. home and be that stereotype. Um, what I'm doing now is going, I'll be feeding the dogs and going... I can't be bothered. You know me. what phrase has been bandied around a lot what? recently? <laughs> roast chook. <laughs> I'm just going down to the shops, get a roast chook. <laughs> that's that's Tuesday night. Yeah. Tuesday, that's tonight. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, could find, night. you could find Mr. Ando after he's been to gym on the way, swings past a, a special supermarket, and I've, oh, here's some research I did for you on those chickens. Is it good or bad? The... Supermarket brand one has better stuffing and flavour than the organic free-range one. I don't like stuffing. I, oh, I throw oh. it out. Oh, no. no I'm leaving the studio right now. I, I quit. Stuffing you, is no, not actually, nice. You're a good food. I'll share a chook with you because then I get all the stuffing. Yes, that's Just, true. Oh, smear it on bread and then cover it with cupy mayonnaise and then put the chicken in. I don't like about the herb combo. I think when I do my own chook, there is a different taste, you know? Yeah, I like when... Oh, Completely. When I do what a roast chook, I sometimes brine it or I will do sage and butter and get in between the muscle and the skin and Again. massage oh, it. Sorry to our Vejo listeners. Oh, sorry. Ando's chook massage. With butter and sage. Mm. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Yum. Uh, uh, we've definitely aged our show a little today. We're all about right. the gardening and uh, how to do a chook. <laughs> um, we've chatted about things that you're growing at home, whether in your garden or on the windowsill. Yeah. Some strange ones. It's crazy ones like uh, penicillin. But <laughs> I, I, th- fridge, I think Mitchell that, that slid into our DMs that yeah, he's talking about mouldy food. We're talking serious, what are you growing? Yeah, what are you growing? Have you got a toilet roll tree out the back? <laughs> well, speaking of mould, fungus or fungi is a type fungi. related to that. And on the line now, we have Grace who has been growing mushrooms in her shower. This is serious. We really do, don't we? Serious stuff. Hello, Hi. Hello. Grace, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Annie, Annie told me that we're going to have an interview with someone that's growing mushrooms in the shower, and I just rolled my eyes and I thought she's been sniffing the white out again. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, I, I live in a share house. I grow mushrooms in my shower too. What's going on in your shower? Um, well, essentially, I bought um, the this like grow at home mushroom kit, mm-hmm. and um, after buying it, I realised. I live in an apartment and I don't have any space to actually put it in. Um, But luckily, I have a spare bathroom, which my rabbit lives in, but he doesn't use the shower. So I 
I um, kindly asked him to borrow the shower and mm-hmm. it's a perfect environment for mushrooms apparently because they're thriving. And <laughs> so they're not they're not like psychedelic mushrooms, they're just button mushrooms just to, you know, put, put it out there. I've seen the pictures <laughs> and they are huge. It's like a massive yeah. dish full of them popping up everywhere and in one of them, it's a fully formed mushroom. I was expecting little tiny little ones. Sprog, yeah. What are they, spawns or, sp- yeah, I don't know what they're called. Sports. Sport, that's the word. Um <laughs> So you've got the base of your shower, you've spread out this whole mushroom starter kit, sprinkled the magic dust over the top, and, like, do you just turn the shower head on to water it? No, so you have to mist them. So I have, like, one of those that came up, Mr. Bottles, and you oh, mist them, like, three times... Yeah, you mist them three times a day for two weeks, and then literally within, like, four days, I had four bags of mushrooms. It was insane. Like, I... I think I might get mushroom poisoning. <laughs> I'm gutted. I bought one of those kits and put it in a dark, moist spot. I don't think I missed mine enough because nothing happened. Oh. But what led you to choosing the mushrooms out of all the different vegetables on offer right now? Well, I saw um, a post on a Facebook group that I'm in um, that someone else had grown mushrooms. and was like, oh, that's really cool. Like, I love... I love growing things. Like, my house is like a jungle. And um, my other friend who also is like, a massive green thumb. Um, it was her birthday a couple of days later, and because I'm a really bad friend, I hadn't actually bought her a present yet. You did. So I was like, what a fun, yeah, what a funny joke if I bought her a mushroom growing kit. Um, but then when I went onto their website, so it's from Urban Farming Collective, which is um, like somewhere in Melbourne. Yeah. And I, I went to the website, and then to be able to get free delivery, I had to buy two. So I was like, oh, what a shame. I have to buy some for myself as well. So, I, yeah, I bought myself some mushrooms and she's also got some mushrooms, except hers I'm doing as well. Oh, gosh. She doesn't have a spare shower, you know. I've got the luxury of a spare shower. If people are just tuned in, we're talking to Grace, who is growing mushrooms (laughs) in the base of her shower at home. She's got a spare shower. And I didn't believe this, so we had to get her on the line. And and if if you're pulling a face or confused like I am, we've put a... Grace's shower, a picture of Grace's shower on our Instagram, Annie and Ando. Check it out and you'll see for yourself these crazy... Crazy, yeah. And you're saying they're growing pretty fast, right? Within three weeks. Yeah. Boom, two bags, if I recall. Yes. So it's um, funny because I actually just picked the last lot of the ones that had grown yesterday, but there's still more coming. Like, you can see all the little ones about the sprout as well. So I've gotten a whole lot of, like, four bags of proper sized mushrooms and they're still wow. going to keep coming for the next couple of weeks I reckon Is this but it's just a, a shame that a factory operation someone's at the loading dock yeah. there's a truck at the loading dock Grace <laughs> yeah it's just a shame that we're on lockdown so I can't share it with anyone like I'm just eating mushrooms by yeah. myself what's your favourite dish <laughs> to make with mushrooms well, my favourite one so far that I made has been mushroom pizza. It yep. was, like, the mushrooms are just so good and juicy. Like, they're unreal, really. Mm. Um, and this mm. pizza was the best thing I've ever eaten. And I've also mm. been on mushroom toasties every day. Oh, I quite like mushroom and goat's cheese tarts. Oh, if you're you a little whip, fancy. Whip one up, that'd be nice. Or mushroom risotto, because <laughs> then you can use all the stalks as well. Ah, are you yeah, a stalk well, eater? I'm thinking, yeah, I think I'm going to do mushroom risotto next so I can at least freeze some and not waste mm. them all. <laughs> can, I get, can I offer you a um, little Ando's handy hint with this? Mm. Cook Undercook your risotto. If you're going to freeze it, undercook it by about, like if it normally takes 20 minutes or 18 minutes, cook it for about 13 minutes so that when you warm it back up, it'll cook, be cooked perfectly. Otherwise, it'll be really mushy. 
when yeah, you really need it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's full of handy There you here. go. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for chatting. And you, you yourself are working for another community radio station. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I actually also work um, for 3MBS. So I work in the subscriptions and community engagement there. So we're a cool. like classical fire music radio station. So, um, yeah, okay. it's been really lovely to be able to still be working and um, like you guys, like providing us a, like a, something for people to listen to that's not news all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's wonderful. Shout out to our friends. And good luck with the risotto. <laughs> I want, send me a pic, oh, please. Andy has texted in. Morning, Andy, one of our regulars. When I had ferrets, I used to get bit all the time by these little mongrels. I think the worst time I got bitten was on the neck. At the time, I was dating somebody, and like always, they thought it was a love bite, but I was trying to <laughs> tell them it wasn't. <laughs> Hickey. Ah. Yeah, but that that is... The next level story. Like, try explaining your way out of something and then making it worse. Like, no, no, I've got ferrets. <laughs> like, what? Oh, that happened to me at work. Ferrets? No, not ferrets, but trying to explain something about pets and it gets worse. So you've seen the height of my dogs. Yeah, they're big Great Danes. They, they are, are and they've got big jowls. What? So they yep. can be a bit slobbery sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And they have a thing about putting their head between your crutch and you just tickle their ears it's perfect height so you sort of oh. you know you just give them an ear scratch and they sort of it's like they're docking they, they yeah, put their, that's so their nuzzle in between your thighs you tickle their ears and off they go so that, that must have happened i'm at work day two of a new job and my manager walks into my office and starts talking and i get up and she's showing me something and i saw her just checking out my junk like she, <sighs> she just kept going in for a glance and i'm like oh this is <laughs> this is awkward on day two yeah i glance down and there is this dried white slobber all across my crutch. Oh, no, Ando. <coughs> and I go, oh, oh, my goodness, I'm so sorry. No, 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 it's my dog. <laughs> and, and she just looked at me like, oh, what's, what's going on? Into? Oh, no. <laughs> but, yeah, wow, Andy, ferrets. Do you like ferrets? I actually looked into getting one maybe a few years ago, but they overheat quickly because they don't have any sweat glands. I'm sorry, I don't know why I find that <laughs> Why is that funny I, just you? Find, I didn't want to be responsible, you know, for the death of a ferret if it was a hot summer's day. So, yeah, you've got to keep them cool. They're very... Um, sensitive so I decided not to get one but as a kid we had a parrot at um that flew into our garden and then it was recovering from its whatever happened to it big journey yeah Yeah, so we took it in and it became our pet and it sometimes would get a bit feral and what was it called sparky and uh it would we let it off you know into the house sometimes but when it was time to go back in the cage like it wouldn't be happy so i've still got the scar on my hand although sometimes depending on the weather it's you know turns bright red but it's a a bite like a dot where its beak was so sharp that it just like went kind of through the skin (laughs) yeah birds oh Oh, we just got a message in 0427 joy 949 is the text line (laughs) I'd like to do my taxes in the nude. Wow. Wow. That would be fun. You've got to spice it up a bit. I don't know about you. When I'm doing my taxes, I'm often pulling staples out of documents. Ooh, and Stapling and hole punching and putting in plastic sleeves. It's kind of not the thing I want to do in the nude. Mm. It's quite cold now as well, tax time. So, <laughs> middle of winter for, yeah. for us here in Australia. Yeah. Um, but I was going to say, we just talked about <laughs> Japanese onsens or spas before that. Mm. And I remember I did get in the nude to do uh, sit in the spa with my friend. And that was the first time I think as adults I'd seen my friend 
Naked. Yeah, naked. So we're sitting there and after about 10 minutes, you get totally used to it. Like at first it's so like, ooh. Walk me through it. You're in the change rooms, you get your gear off, put a towel on so you haven't seen each other. Then yes. you walk through the corridor to you the communal through, bath. Yeah, and then you see all the old ladies, like super old Japanese women just hanging out and being like, just loving their bodies. Just like, it was so... Oh, wow. inspiring to be like, you know, who cares? And it is like... When so you then you the drop port. your towel or your yeah. robe and then you take a look at your friend for the first time. Well, it's in. not like, it's not so formal. You kind of just hop straight into the water you and go, then you're sitting <laughs> there. <laughs> Are you, were you a little bit giggly? Yeah, I think a little yeah. bit. And then you sit there and, you, you know, your bottoms are not showing. So it's mostly your tops out of the water. And oh, then your bottom half of your body. Yeah, <laughs> well, bottom. I didn't think you were doing a handstand in the pool <laughs> with your butt hanging out. <laughs> which half? Which half was showing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, <laughs> Wow. I've been to one of them in Melbourne, a Japanese bathhouse, ages ago, and it, I didn't... It felt grubby. That's all I'm Yeah, they're say. not that good here. But there yeah. was one amazing one that I went to in Japan and it was snowing outside, so you could sit in this hot tub and, like, snowflakes were falling down. Oh. Got another ah. message in on the... Uh, Oh four two seven five six nine nine four nine text line. Like the Mars ad where the mother turns up and the son is in the art class. Lol. I know the woman. It's Bev Killick. She's the mum in that ad. She's a comedian. Oh, but thanks for that message. <laughs> but wow, I don't remember that commercial. So it's TV commercial and the mum's there to do the painting as a yeah, participant. So the and her son is son the model. Is, no, no, no. The son is doing the painting and <gasps> she rocks up and gets her kid off. And I think it's like you know moments like these you need Mars or whatever. <laughs> I thought that was a Kit Kat. <laughs> I'm just you know you get yeah, the yeah I get the twist of the ad. <laughs> wow. You know, I'm still hung up on... I don't know that I'd want my parents to see it. But I do want us to do, as participants, a new Yeah, life we can do it. I've, I've been meaning to do one in Fitzroy as well at the Fitzroy Art Collective, but right now I think things are on hold. Maybe they're doing Zoom sessions What else too. would you do, like to do in the nude? Um, I would like to participate in the, that art project where lots of people get nude in the city, in like the cities around the world. That, it, that comes to Australia and did the banks of the Yarra, the top yes. of the Coles car park, and did he do Fed Square? Yes, Fed Square, I think. Sydney Opera House is there as well. And it's just hundreds or thousands of mass Mm. nudity. And it's beautiful. Uh, Even like, you know, they sometimes not nude, sometimes they're covered in fabric. So there's a theme here with what you'd like to do in nude. It's all in big groups. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's safe. (laughs) Well, it's, yeah, I guess it feels safer. What about nude beaches? That's not en masse, but I probably want to try Over the years I've been to them. With your clothes on? No, I did get my gear off Ooh. once. How did it feel? Twice. Any different having the wind? It, it, in your you hair? know, I, I'm not a beach. I hate the beach. And I hate the beach because it's got, you know, me and texture, how I hate glitter. It's the same with the beach. I hate sand. And being naked makes it even more I like. I found your kryptonite. I'm going to come to the studio one don't. day just being nude, holding a bucket of sand. Or glitter. You'll run. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> and you hate peas. I know everything about you now. This is good. Back to the beach. Yeah, so the beach, it, it did feel good in the ocean just with everything mm. wobbling about. Were you by yourself? No, I was with mate. With a mate. And it was, it was a special beach. What's that? Oh. Is that the name of a beach? <laughs> yeah, it's the name of a beach, honey. Let's leave it. That's a special, it's a special beach. What does that and, mean? And he was really busy, so. Okay. We have another message in. <laughs> 0427 Joy 949. I want to do that nude art gallery tour they hold at the NGV. What is that? What is that? What is that? Please message us back in and tell I us. I need to do research. Wait, nude. are you, do you think you're walking through the NGV nude? Naked. That's what, oh. 
No is way. it disrespectful to the building? No. No, there's a lot of nudes in there too. Or is it just looking at the nude art? Yeah. Have they put all of the nudies in one room? It is National Pajama Day. Sure is. We have rocked up in our PJs. I've got three things on my head right now. <laughs> I've got the headphones, I've got a beanie and this eye mask. So luckily it's winter. And if you want to join in on the fun, you can head to the National Pajama Day website or use the hashtag in my PJs because they are raising funds for what and oh? For children, vital, vital need children in foster care. I think I got those words back to front. Kids in foster care that need help, basically. <laughs> That's it. And they've got a lot of info there. You've, you can also, um, there's pyjama angels who mentor and spend time with children who, you know, they can focus on reading, writing and games to improve their learning and life trajectory as well. So that's where your money goes if you'd like to raise some funds for them to get your, well, everyone's working from home, I guess I was going to say, get your workplace involved. You're probably, you're probably doing it already. Already. I think so. Now, this morning we're talking accents. Do you have a favourite? Well, I was, this is, this is an interesting thing. There is a term called uh, racial discrimination, uh, racial sexual, uh, racial sexism, which is if you say, oh, I'm into a certain culture or accent or physical appearance dependent on race, it's actually not a good thing. Mm. So, but back to your question. That's great. Because <laughs> I, I, I've struggled to put my finger on any given one. I, I, think- I love accents generally. Yeah. I love people that, I'm blown away people that can speak multiple languages perfectly. Yes. And uh, even the other day I heard you on the phone to you, was it to your mum? And because I don't think I'd ever heard you speak Chinese before. Really? And Mm. it wasn't just one word. You were in a big conversation with her. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Annie, like it just, you know, when you get that shock when somebody brings out a language that you just had no idea. (laughs) Here it is, yeah. Because you're so, I'll speak for myself. So, you know, dominant culture, privileged white male. And then all of a sudden I go, oh, wow, that's really cool. What about your Scottish roots? Aye. (laughs) (laughs) Aye. I can't do it. To be sure, to be no, I that's, can't. That's Irish. I, you know, but this morning before you got in, I thought she's going to try. I, how many times will Annie Louis trick me and get me to try and do an accent? <gasps> that's like two already. I'm pretty good. I was going to say people have different personalities attached to different languages, though. So because my housemates is such a multicultural house and has been, like my Estonian housemate had this very blokey persona when he was speaking in Estonian, but mm. when he was speaking English, he was like very gangster rapper. Like, well, he said, How does that go? He learned all of his English from <laughs> rap music as a kid. Oh, no. Yes. Waka, waka, waka. this white guy, yeah. He must borrow your clock around your neck with the chain <laughs> and just walk around the house saying, coffee. No, I would never lend it out. No. <laughs> it's I, yeah, I, um, isn't that interesting? I'd never thought about that. Different personas. Yeah. And I know that I think I probably, maybe because my family pushes my buttons, I'm pretty abrupt um, in Chinese. Oh, no, that's you, you in English as <laughs> but well. But did you know? <laughs> that's you in English. I'm sorry. With Annie and Ando on Joy. And we are talking accents today and whether you've got one and has it ever gotten you into strife. And on the line is Gillian English, who is a comedian and, and travelled the world over, happens to be Canadian. Hello, Gillian. Hi, how are you? Good morning. Thanks for phoning in this morning. Hey, um, can you talk a little bit? I want to hear your accent. Tell us your story. Oh, sure. Okay. So That's I'm enough. From... Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be so rude to our guests. Oh. Um, so where are you based, Gillian, these days? I live um, just outside of Hobart in Tasmania. Oh, I love oh, If it wasn't a flight trip away, I would live there too. I love mm, Tasmania. I love it here. Oh. It's really good. 
We're not in lockdown, just just hike Cape Pillar, having a great time. Yeah, and tell me about your travels, because you have ticked off so many different countries. Oh, yeah, I've toured quite a bit um, all over uh, Europe and uh, the UK, Australia, Canada, a little bit in the States, but not as much. So, yeah, I've been heaps of places where they don't quite understand... um, I'm Nova Scotian, which is a unique kind of Canadian. Um, sound, <laughs> people think I sound Irish or Scottish yes. sometimes, but it's yeah. it's just a real tiny province on the east coast of Canada. Wow! So, how do you? Can you explain to me that if I was trying to understand the difference between a North American accent and or an, and and Canadian, is there mm-hmm. a, a particular like it's an enunciation of a certain part or characterization for me to understand the difference? Yeah. Oh, I, how how do you tell the difference between a Canadian and American? Um, uh, sound wise, uh, sometimes people think I'm from Wisconsin. I do. I do get that. That's very um, specific. Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, well, you you know, I sound a little like this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, little things to look for. So everybody thinks Canadians say uh, a boot. You're never going to find a single Canadian who says a boot. We say um, about or a boat. A so almost like a boat. Yeah. Um, so Hopefully. if you hear someone go, oh, yeah, no, it's about time. Uh, that's Canadian. Uh, Specifically, that person's from Atlantic Canada. Uh, 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 time. And it has gotten you into a bit of trouble in the past being mistaken for American. Tell me about oh, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I get yelled at all the time. So, <laughs> um, I used to have a much thicker, uh, very regionally specific accent. And my first day of acting school, my my voice of speech teacher was like, you need to fix that. (laughs) And I was like, oh, no, but but this is where I'm from. And she's like, you are uncastable. (gasps) So I... um, I've worked. I've worked to like smooth it out a bit, um, which I guess sometimes can sound American. So I was in Melbourne once. I was at the ATM with my friend, and I could just hear, um, you know, just insane screaming. And I thought, okay, you know, just someone, someone's just a little bit cranky. And then I realized they were cranky at me. Why? And I turned around. I because I will tell you. Um, I turned around and this guy was like, "Yo, you're what's wrong with the world? Apathetic white ladies that voted for Trump." Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, and he he really went off on me for quite some time, and eventually I was just like, "I'm I'm very sorry that you're so upset, but I'm Canadian, buddy." And he just got real quiet, and he looked at me. And he's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm sorry about that." Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Dal. Sorry, love. I love Canada. I love Canadians. I love Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau is going to save the world. And I was like, cool. <laughs> it must happen a lot because people change their tune. Love Canadians, dislike Americans. Oh. But it, that, like, it was what, like we were talking about before, Annie, around um, Europe. Uh, some parts in Europe really detest Americans. Big generalisations here. But, but then once they understand you're from Australia or New Zealand, they go, oh, and they far much warmer. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's really curious, and I think that sometimes just because I am, you know, a beautiful, lo- loud. Oh, I was gonna say loud, brash woman, just walking around. Same. same. <laughs> like, oh, look at, look at that American. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and I don't always have a like a maple leaf on my backpack, so to speak. Like I did get yelled at. Um, you can try getting in you New one. York. I was 
during the York International um, Shakespeare Festival last year. And I was just walking down the street talking to some other Shakespeare actory people. And this guy, I'm not even going to attempt his accent, but he was just like, when you get home, you tell your president that the world thinks he sucks. And I was like, we don't have a president in Canada, buddy. We have a prime minister. <laughs> and again, he was just like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I was like, again... But why why yell at a stranger in the street? Like I wouldn't have had access to Trump anyway. Like but <laughs> yeah, I it do, was um, just there on speed time. Yeah. yeah, it's uh and even last night I was at the fish and chip shop and uh the guy was like, So are you here on holiday? As if he was or... gonna report you to the authorities. <laughs> like yeah. how did you like, get in? Yeah. You're like, Nobody's here on holiday, buddy. I live here. <laughs> I'll just always I... sound like this and there's nothing we can do about it. A quick question, what do they call a potato cake in uh, Tasmania, seeing you again. Potato fish. cake. Oh, I wow. Did, Thank I did you. ask my fiance <laughs> last night. Um, Thank you. It's been that long. That you've been, you're you're about have. to get married and you haven't asked the vital questions of what do you call a potato cake? <laughs> well, uh, no offense, but I am still technically foreign and no one else really cares. So. <laughs> but we are keeping Gillian. She's just got her permanent residency. Oh, Welcome congrats. to Australia. <laughs> You were just listening to a podcast from The Annie and Ando Show. You can find more on iTunes, the Android Store, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.